Hazel Hislop and welcome back to my podcast, Healing Emotions. On this podcast, we're talking about mental health and well-being and how to navigate everyday life challenges while promoting mental health. Hi, this is Hazel Hislop and welcome back to my podcast, Healing Emotions. Today's topic, it's all about ghosting, to ghost or not to ghost. Have you been a victim of ghosting? Well, personally, I have. If you're anything like me, laid back, open-minded, compassionate, chances are that you have experienced some type of ghosting. You're probably questioning yourself or have had questioned yourself um, when that's happened to you. Well, what's wrong with me? What did I say or do to upset the person? Why has this person blocked me or stopped talking to me? And and the thing to, to note is that ghosting, although it's commonly um, used in the context of dating and romantic relationships, ghosting can be done with other relationships like friendship, family members, etc. So it's a common term that's been used in the last few years, but it's not a, a new term. Ghosting has always happened, but I think it's becoming more predominant with the expansion of social media and more access to social media. So if you ask if you've been ghosted in the past or you've ghosted someone else, um, well, if you've ghosted someone else, maybe that's not necessarily a good thing. But if you've been someone who have experienced ghosting, the first thing to remember if you're questioning yourself in terms of what's wrong with you, what have you done, it's important to remember that there's nothing wrong with you. Basically, you're probably too nice and too forgiving and too easygoing. And you probably enter relationships open-hearted, open-minded, just quite generous to be um, friendly with a person or being in a relationship, probably too enthusiastic at times. And unfortunately, sometimes that's not the agenda of the other person. If you have no agenda but to be open-hearted, it can work sometimes in your favor, but sometimes it can work against you. So yes, today it's all about ghosting. What does it mean to ghost or be ghosted? So for example, if you're in a relationship and suddenly, and maybe without any warning at all, your partner, your partner or the person that you know seem to have just disappeared. You get no calls, no text message, no connections, etc. No responses from the, your messages. Odds are your partner hasn't unexpected left tongue because of a family emergency and isn't lying dead in a ditch somewhere, but rather has simply ended the relationship without bothering to explain to you or even let you know why it's happened. So you'll be ghosted. And I've, I've got experiences of that. Um, I'd say about 10 years ago, I was on a dating website and I met someone, um, nice guy and um, we met up for a couple of dates and um, I think by the third date um, he um, had emailed me to tell me that he was going out of town to see his mum. Apparently his mum was dying and um, 
so he was going to see her she was quite ill and while he was away visiting his mom he was updating me with texts in terms of the progress of her illness and being me and being gullible i actually believed him and actually it's possible that he was telling the truth i don't know um so i think after a few days i you know was when i hadn't heard from him probably over a week i contacted him by text or email i can't remember just to find out how he was and how his mom was and didn't get a response but maybe a day later i had a response from someone else who claimed to be his brother and the brother told me that this person um, had lost their phone and they had no way of contacting me so um that's why they hadn't been in touch so they just wanted to let me know that the person had lost their phone etc and um and to be honest initially i was also quite gullible and thinking oh well it's possible but as time went on i suddenly started realizing that this person didn't have the guts to actually say you know they didn't want to continue the um dating maybe that it wasn't working for them which was fine because it was only three dates so i wasn't expecting um, much from the from then um, as far as I was concerned that we went out a couple of times we went out for meals we went to a club we had a good time there wasn't any um, losses in terms of I didn't feel like I knew him enough or he knew me enough to feel you know that I was going to be hurt if he disappeared so um, on reflection what I when I thought about this person there was a few red flags that should have maybe warned me about the personality. One of the red flag was that he was very angry um, after a divorce from his ex-wife. And one of the stories he, t he told was losing everything. And I don't think he had actually healed from that, healed from the losses of that relationship. The second thing is that he had told me that when I met him for the first time, he was quite surprised that I showed up because the last person he had arranged to go on an internet dating with, she she came and when she saw him, she actually turned right around and left, um, which was very cruel of her because um, I'm not quite sure her reasons for just not stay sticking out with the day because he wasn't he was a very attractive guy so i'm not quite sure what it was about him that made her felt disappointed to leave straight away so i think he hadn't got over that and um probably held up to to mind the other thing was that when we were talking i think on the second day he kept talking about um you know him that he had been to a few gay clubs and i wondered about his sexuality um, and I think I probably did question it because I wondered if he was possibly gay, why would he be dating a woman or was he bisexual? So I, I remember just really raising that question with him and he got quite offended by that. Um, and I wasn't in any way implying that he was gay, but I think it was just his, the detail in which he was talking about going to the, the gay clubs that really kind of made me wonder whether this guy was being totally honest with himself and was he actually um, unclear about his sexual identity. So that was um, a few things that came up. And and I think looking back, I think he was in a place where there was a sense of anger still there, him being very angry towards women, towards relationships, and probably just really wanted to go on dates to, to take revenge. 
and some baby that was one way of him kind of um getting some kind of power and control about by disappearing the other example i had was um of someone who um um, and I think this is a common story that I hear from a lot of women, mostly women, I don't know from the male's perspective, but from listening to women around um, being on dating sites and then um, being bombarded by men for their contact details or to meet up straight away. And then when they've exchanged, if they, if these, um, if there's a, questioning around why do you want my phone number so quickly or why do you want to meet so quickly the person just disappears uh, because they're quite angry that that the woman hadn't actually given her um, phone number straight away to them um, I've also seen a situation where there has been an um, arrangement to meet and the person in this case women have showed up waiting to see the um, the date show up and that basically he didn't show up on the date so i think there is kind of like that common experience that's shared by a number of women in the last couple of years that i've spoken to and i think it's mainly because it's um not access to so many um the access to to so many possibilities of dating so many dating sites so many opportunities to 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 log in and to be members of different dating sites and to just show up and disappear i, I actually as i'm thinking about it, i'm also thinking of myself of in that situation once where someone wanted to straight away get my number actually it was more than once a couple of times where they wanted to get my number because they preferred to to chat on whatsapp and that's the common thing oh um can we chat on whatsapp and my question is why do i want to chat on whatsapp with you when i don't even know who you are straight away by saying hello you immediately ask me for my number and you want a whatsapp relationship so i've always said no not straight away i need to get to know you a little bit more um, before i give you my i start having a whatsapp relationship at least let's have a conversation by phone firstly before we did we go into a whatsapp relationship and when i've said no to that i've noticed that straight away that person would actually cut me off or block me etc and in my opinion that's quite a good measurement to say that this person had no intention of getting to know you or finding out more about who you who you are so good riddance because you don't want to be connected to someone who straight away is intimidating and is controlling and wants to um, bombard you and in terms of giving away your personal information and starting up a relationship with you and a lot of times what it's shown on these sites and from research is that there's scam there are a lot of scam artists out there who wants to take you off the website and have a personal relationship on, on whatsapp so they can start to manipulate you start to maybe coerce you into doing things that you don't want to do sometimes as far as actually getting you to send money to them so there's i'm sure there are many reasons for for someone ghosting you so why would someone choose to simply disappear from another person's life rather than plan a conversation to end that relationship you may never know for sure why you were ghosted. While more studies need to be done specifically in ghosting, the ghosting phenomena, past research has looked at different types of attachment personalities. 
and the choice of breakup strategies. It's possible that people with an avoidant type personality, those who fall, so that's basically in attachment theory, there are different types of um, ways in which we as um, from, a, from the baby stage, you form a relationship with your main caregiver. And uh, so one of the, 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 the um, attachment type personality would be an avoidant type personality. Those who hesitate to form a completely re um, relationship with you um, and may avoid developing relationship as an adult because they've never learned as a child to form a significant secure relationship with their parent or main caregiver. So they may have experienced a rejection, abuse um, in their childhood, in their childhood ex relationship with the parent. And as they've got older, they may have transferred that type of behavior in adult relationships. Other researchers found that people who are believers in destiny, so if you believe that there's a reason um, for this person coming into your life, like something like a soulmate, you may think that the relationship was either meant to be or not to be. So you may immediately look, have a kind of list of how this person should look, what they should sound like, um, the tickling list of the rules and how they should behave etc and if that person doesn't fit into your tick list or your um, rules and, and regulations on how the person should behave and present you may decide this is not the one for you but rather than being um, honest and open because you haven't got the confidence to say actually i'm not interested in in this relationship when the person you like stops returning your texts or your phone calls or emails, the emotional consequences can run from unpleasant to severe to very severe. There's a profound lack of closure, lack of closure in the relationship and an ambiguity that makes it impossible to interpret what went wrong. The social cues present in a traditional breakup, for example, a reduction of time spent together lack of on eye contact, a, ch a change in the tone of interaction or this uh, would be absent. So when you know someone and you, you know, you've maybe in the presence, in their presence day to day or on a regular basis, you can start to read the cue whether that person is losing interest or not. You can start seeing the way they behave or response, respond to you. They may pull away, they may get angry, they may get upset, they may stop talking. Um, they may not, as, as, as I said, have eye contact. Um, you may, there may be a lack of intimacy, a lack of interest in you. So you can see all of that. You can see all the signs. But when it's done via social media, it's really difficult to pick up those cues. What is the impact on you when you've been ghosted? I think I've sort of mentioned some of the common themes in terms of what would happen in terms of your effect it affects your self-esteem it affects the way in which you view relationship you may stop trusting other people you may be very um, reluctant to engage in any type of relationship because you're so hurt and you're so anxious and anxious and worried that this might happen to you again so 
that can have significant impact on your ability to trust and to develop long-lasting relationships. You may spend a lot of time checking your emails, your phone, waiting by your phone for the person to call you, to text you, to email you. So it actually affects your time, the time that you can spend in productively um, focusing on you and your projects and your well-being on your other relationships in your life. And in a previous podcast, I talked about, you know, um, being the relationship that you want for yourself. And I gave an example of this woman who had gone to the party and she was waiting while, you know, she wasn't living in the present moment. She was looking around to see, you know, who she can connect with and, you know, looking for the next most attractive person in the room and not being aware that there were people around her she could have had fun with, she could have had a good time with, but because she was looking for this ideal person, she missed out on the opportunity to be present and to have fun and to have joy in her life. So when you have experienced ghosting, that can be something that becomes quite distracting, where you're looking around um, or you're waiting for this person to show up or to be present when you're actually missing out on your present experiences and your present opportunity to be happy. It can also make you feel um, resentment and anger. And like I spoke, you know, I talked about this man who had lost everything through his divorce and um, with the date not sh showing up and then rejecting him. It can make you turn into that mean, bitter person where you're now being the person who is the, I don't know if that's the term, the ghoster, where you're now ghosting people because you're taking revenge to think, you know, it's been done to me, so I'm going to do it to the other person. And you might have this um, idea that because it's it's been done to you, you may unconsciously say to yourself, well, I'm not going to allow anyone else to hurt me and treat me this way, so therefore I'm going to now be protecting myself I'm not going to defend myself and therefore I'm not going to give anyone the opportunity to do this to me so what you have experienced you then become you now start to treat people the way in which you were treated there's nothing easy about explaining to someone why you aren't interested in them romantically or even in a friendship but even a brief explanation is much much better than none at all ending a relationship in an open, honest way is good for you and good for the person. It means closing the chapter and ending that part of your life. You owe it to yourself and to the person to be able to say, I'm sorry, um, I, I like you, I enjoy time with you, but um, I don't think this will work for both of us. Maybe that's enough to say without feeling that you, you know, that, you don't owe that, I think you owe that person the respect to be able to say that. So ghosting hurts. It's a cruel rejection. It's particularly painful because you are left with no explanation, no guidelines of how to react and how to proceed. After and often your emotions are all over the place. If you've been hurt, by someone who's ghosted you, remember that the message you receive from that person, it's not about you, it's about them. 
someone who is who's, who's, who ghosts you is declaring that they aren't ready to treat you like an adult or be honest about their feelings in anything. It's a clear sign that they're relying on their primitive, immature coping mechanisms like avoidance and denial or anger to not be able to have a mature relationship with you. So if this person is not has not exhibited maturity, honesty, emotional intelligence and kindness and respect for you, why would you want to have a relationship with that person? Why would you want to waste your time? Why wouldn't you not want to value who you are? So maybe there's something about valuing yourself, valuing who you are, valuing your time, valuing your significance and your worth, because you are worth it. You, you don't want to be in a relationship, whether it's a romantically friendship, a family member or with a colleague, where you're feeling insecure, you're feeling, um, you know, fearful, you're, you're worried, you're, you're waiting on them to, to lead the relationship or to make the decisions about the relationship. That's not healthy. That says more about that person. Perhaps that person is, is harboring a lot of anger and resentment, as I said earlier. Perhaps that person have never learned how to, 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 uh, how to be, in a healthy relationship and none of us are kind of given the manual of how to do relationships but most of us are willing to take risk to be fragile to be vulnerable to find out what that will take and it will take commitment it will take taking risk it will take being open it will take you know challenging each other holding out to see if things might progress it would take you being clear about what is it that you want for you? What is it that you want for you in a relationship? What would that relationship look like? So there's a lot of factors to consider. Um, but I guess the main message I want out of this podcast is more around the impact that that might have on you. And how do you look after your well-being and your mental health when this has happened to you? The key thing, as I've mentioned so many times, is about not taking it personally, not blaming yourself, not seeing it as your fault, and not being critical of who you are. Because rejections can be painful, and it can make you um, worry about what you know others think about you, worry about you know why why aren't you being successful in this relationship? It brings up a lot of questions and it's it really makes you feel vulnerable and fragile and and the important questions to ask but I think the more clearer you get about who you are what you want and what you deserve the more clearer you get in terms of putting boundaries in place to not tolerate the crap to not tolerate um, the, the behavior of other people and it makes you much more fine-tuned in terms of recognizing when those kind of people show up in your life and they will show up again from time to time in different aspects of your life so you can't not um you can't protect yourself from having people that are show up in your life unfortunately this is human nature there will always be people who are unkind uncaring cold mean 
miserable, um, unfeeling. I mean, look at the statistics right now in, in terms of the amount of women that's been killed right now in the capital of, of London. Um, it kind of reflects the anger, the level of anger that men, men are carrying around. Some men, not all men, but these men that have committed these crimes of violent crimes, the women. It reflects the current state of mind of some of them. So, so it's just, the statistic tells you that there would always be people like that who have this anger um, and have experienced such pain that they may use that as a way of abusing women, of controlling women. And unfortunately, that might show up in the ghosting culture. So it's something around being mindful of that, knowing that you have to be careful to surround yourself with the right type of friends and family. So when you're in a situation like it's good to check in with your friends and family, you know, to check in to say, is it me or is it this person? You know, why, you know, what am I doing wrong here? Or what have I done? Sorry, not doing wrong. What am I doing here that has kind of brought that person or attracted that person in my life? Is it because I'm quite um, easygoing? Is it because I'm too laid back? Um, or is it because I've got loose boundaries? So you're allowed to ask those questions because the people around you would give you feedback to say to you, actually, no, this is not that person's issue. Or actually, maybe you could probably not have given your number out to that person. Or maybe you should have probably, you know, deleted that person the first time around when they show that behavior. Or maybe you should have, you know, straight up trusted your instincts when your instincts told you that there was something not right about this person maybe you should have trusted your instincts so it's good to have feedback from people around you because they're going to help you to make those decisions focus on your career or your job or whatever it is that is your current passion because when you focus on your career and your your life it means that your prioritizing what's important to you so you're not wasting time worrying about why this person behaved in that way or why they didn't show up or why didn't they answer your messages etc keep fit and healthy look after yourself your diet your well-being just keep looking well and feeling well try and cultivate a spiritual um i guess a spiritual practice where you're able to find time to spend time with you to meditate, to pray, to do yoga, to whatever it is that helps you to connect to something that's bigger and more higher than you, more um, greater than you. Having that practice reminds you that you're, you know, that you're loved, you're worthy, you're valued, and it would remind you to connect to something outside of yourself so that you're not always focusing on someone else who is not actually bringing joy and greatness in your life. Remind yourself of your qualities, of all the qualities that you have that's brought you to where you are now. What is it that you like about yourself? You know, what do people say about you that they like? You know, what is it that attracts other people to you? Um, when they look at you, is it your smile? Is it your, you know, your voice, your compassion? So stay in that, that zone. Be accountable to, to someone else. So when you're caught up in a relationship like that, have someone that you can go to and, you know, 
have accountability with them so that when you're stepping you're losing your boundaries or losing control or you're losing your mind you can go to that one person that you trust and have a one-to-one -one heart to have conversation with them around what's going on for you because if they if you love them they love you and you trust them they can actually give you genuine feedback celebrate life as it is now you dance you play you have the time of your life you just you know stay in your bliss stay in your glow stay happy stay healthy and you know what the best revenge is when you're looking good you're feeling good and you're living the best life because you're in a successful place where that person would actually not have experienced that that you that is happy genuine joyful blissful so the best revenge is to be successful so i hope this has been useful today it's been a little, little bit all over the place because i myself um i'm not an expert in ghosting but i've had experience and i've heard other people's story and i think it's a very mean thing for someone to do but the, the takeaway today is it's not about you it's them your job is to look after you, stay focused, stay boundaryed, love yourself, be loved by the people around you who are important to you and know that you're valuable and you're enough, you're good enough. So it's the person's loss if they don't want to commit to you. And actually, do you want to commit to the person like that? No, you really don't want to because they're going to create chaos and drama and a lot of insecurity and stress in your life. Do you want to live in stress? Or do you want to live in ease and well-being? I'm going to leave it there for today. Thank you. And I look forward to speaking to you in the next podcast. Bye. So thank you once again for listening to this podcast. I hope that you found it useful and if so please don't forget to like share or follow me on this platform or why not follow me on instagram at his love page or check out my website www.hazelhislove.com thank you until next time